0: If I can't do it, someone else probably can. What's up, guys? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of the Thick and Thin Podcast. It's me, Anthony Cardoza. Hope you guys are well. Monday, new week, feeling good. Life's good. Trying to get through this uh, quarantine. The fires are finally out, which is fucking a huge relief. We got the Airbnb booked, so we got a little bit of cash coming in, uh, skating, living to die another day, like roaches, I just keep coming back, you know, popping out of the fridge and whatnot. You know what's weird is, okay, so I live in the mountains, so I don't think this is like fucking just me, okay, (laughs) but, you know, I've had rats in my house, you had to get rid of them, we've had, uh, roaches, we've had fucking, every kind of animal, we've, you know, raccoons in the fucking attic and under the house, we've had, straight cats living in the back backyard under a shed, we've had bobcats that would come in owl's nests above, it's, it's wild, right, and now we're faced with ne- yet another uh, nemeside, which is the moth, Ba-ba-bum. and everyone's, everyone was telling me it's like a huge problem and this and that, but it's just fucking moths, you know, so. Scram and squish them, they're all slow, they die really easy, but they're fucking, they keep coming back, and you have to put everything in your pantry in Ziploc bags, and it's really annoying, but I guess it's the least threatening infestation you could have. <laughs> it's like coming home to Silence of the Lambs, you know when they go in Buffalo Bill's room and he's got all the damn Silence of the Lambs moss. <laughs> That'd actually be a really good tattoo. I think I'm going to do that. Anyway. Randomness, randomness. So today I wanted to tell you guys a story about when I almost died by trying to be cool. I'm going to give you a couple things that are going on. I also want to give a movie review for The the Devil All The Time, which just came out on Netflix. And we'll talk about that last. So if you haven't seen it, you can just shut it off then. First, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Frappalap, Daniel, and Amber. Congratulations. They just got engaged. Woo! engagement. Engagement. So I love both of them, and that's a great fit. I'm glad that they're getting together. Isn't it the worst when your friend marries someone that you can't stand? You're like, fucking son of a bitch. (laughs) You don't want to tell them. Yay. Or they have a baby together. Like, Oh, that's that's great. So she's going to be around all the time, forever. (laughs) But not in this case. We love them both, so I'm happy. Also, Nick Money, Nick Garofalo. Shout out to him and his beautiful wife, Kelly. They're having a baby boy. So, if you guys didn't know that, shoot him a congrats. Super pumped on that. Again, I love Nick. I love Kelly. Two great people getting together and having a baby. Couldn't be happier for him. So, congrats, guys. Those are all my shout Now we go on to birthdays. I don't know anybody's birthday. Anyway, so, what was I going to say? Yeah, last week sucked, man. Yeah, I think you guys could tell my podcast. <laughs> I was super down and super depressed. It's hard. Especially with quarantine and then you add on the fires. It's just a financial burden. It's a lack of work. Everything just sucks. But, you know, within a few days, uh, I saw some friends. We went down to a beach house, baller-ass beach house. I spent the day there with me and a couple buddies. Got out of the house for the first time with some friends and sat on the beach and stuff. So, that was cool. That was a lot of fun. It was a good reset. Came back. The Airbnb got booked because the fires had stopped, so that's nice. You know, we got a little bit of progress going. This week, I gotta meet up with the sponsors and kind of keep working on the recovery stuff, which sucks, man. That shit gets old, and you think you're above it and you're past it, and just gotta keep grinding, gotta keep working, especially during times like this. It's uh it's a lot like physical fitness right now. It's nobody's fucking motivated. Nobody wants to get in shape. And feel good so they could sit on their couch. <laughs> I mean if you do, cool. But for me, I know it's a real lack of motivation. So a, a quick story I had for you guys was. I had, okay so. I had a really cool car before I went in the military. I started off with a piece of shit. By the time I turned 18 I had some money. I bought this uh classic Mustang a 5.0. Really cool car. I sold it before going to the military because I figured I'm going to be gone for years. I'm never going to see it again, right? So I, what's it called? Uh, I sold it. And within a year, I was back home because I got stationed up north in Oxnard. And I saw the guy driving my car. I was, son of a bitch. (laughs) So when I got back to California, I started off trying to get my own car. My pops had always told me. He said, "If you're gonna buy a car, get stock. Don't get modifications, lifted, lowered, any of that shit. It's just problems." At the time when you're young, you don't you don't see that. Like, I want a system. I want rims. I want you know tinted windows. I don't give a shit if the AC works. <laughs> that sort of thing, right? So I go to this guy's house, selling a car. It's a Honda. It's lowered. It's like blackout windows. Really nice color. Uh, great system. and I'm pumped. I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome, right? And I'm kind of looking at it. I'm like, yeah, it's got a lot of modifications. I don't know. And the guy goes, check this out. And he starts the car while he's not in it. So he's outside the car. This is before it was like a normal thing. It's all, and I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's awesome. That's it. That was a selling thing. So boom, bought it right then and there, driving the car. First incident start happening when I start going up Hills. Because right? if you're in a lowered car and you go up a steep curb, you have to turn your car all the way to the side and come really wide. Because if you come up too sh- sharp, your bumper is going to get hit and it's going to fly off. <laughs> so right away, I started noticing this was, a bad, this was a problem. If you're driving on the freeway and there's a little bit of debris in a normal car, you're fine. If you're in a lowered car, it'll drag with you and sparks will be flying from your car and you just look like a jackass. So another problem, right? Now, first time this happened, I was probably just in my car, sitting there. You you put it in in neutral, right? So if you're in a stick shift, you can leave it in gear, which means it's engaged, ready to go, or you can leave it in neutral. So you're supposed to put the car in neutral when you stop. Pull the parking brake up and exit the vehicle. Now, I had left it in gear, so when I turned it on automatically, it started jumping because it tries to, to go on its own. So it hopped a few feet. I'm like, ah, freaking out. And actually, I was at my buddy's restaurant. So I left it in gear because I was excited. I wanted to show them the car. I was all pumped. So I get out of the car. I left it in gear. I'm like, check this out, guys. I start it, and it starts taking off. Now there's an Indian restaurant across from his, and it starts hopping towards it. Like it's going to go through the restaurant. And it didn't just go a few feet. This thing was hopping. So I'm like, ah, trying to catch my car I'm trying to stop it I'm trying to pull and then I almost got crushed because I tried to go in front of it which you're never supposed to do something's falling you know pull from the back so I'm trying to stop this car which is not going to happen I'm like 120 pounds and I'm trying to pull a, t- a ton vehicle backwards that's not going to happen so I almost died there I almost got run over by my own car in, in a parking lot trying to show my friends second time this happens I actually gave it to my brother and my brother drove it around the block, and he left it in gear. So I'm talking to my sister, and we're on the stairs looking at the neighbor's house. It's apartment complexes. So I'm talking to her about it. I'm like, check this out. I'm far away. I push the button, and it starts. Now, the only car that's next to it is a, a like a Mercedes SUV. And it's probably a good 150 feet in front of it parked, right? So it's pretty empty. I push the button, and the car starts hopping. Again, this thing's basically taking off on its own, <laughs> so it drives, and it slams into the back of this car on its own, and I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm screaming, running down the stairs at the car, and I remember I had this look of total stun, like, I just felt so fucking stupid, because I crashed when I wasn't in the car, and just straight bewilderment, how did this happen? I remember looking up at my sister, because she's on some stairs far away, and I could just see her keeled over laughing at me, and I was like, ah, you bitch, <laughs> so I got in the car, I just took off, I'm an asshole, I know, I took off, and from there, that was probably, yeah, and I fucked that car up, I fucked my car up, and it was just all bad news, so I basically almost died from trying to show people how cool I was by my automatic starting car. <laughs> So the moral of the story is, don't get cars with modifications. Keep them stock. Keep it basic. Gets you from A to B with some air conditioner. That's the best way to go, right? Unless you're a borrower then fucking go crazy. Ah. Uh, good times. Good times. Yeah, it sucks to uh, be on quarantine. But one of the good things is catching up on all these, these shows and all these movies and stuff, right? Before I go into the movie review... I had been watching this show on Netflix called Hell on Wheels. I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but if you guys are a fan of the shoot-em-up Western styles, I love that shit. Tombstone, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Val Kilmer in Tombstone, when he plays Doc Holliday, that's my favorite character of all time that someone's ever played. Such a good movie. It's just the idea of poker, and they just drank, and gambled, and fucking killed each other, and... Uh, boned hookers and drank opium I'm like yeah that a boy <laughs> right it's funny to get the sign of this girl and I was asking her what would you do if you lived back then like what would your job be I was I was thinking I'd probably be some type of law enforcement or I'd be an outlaw I don't know one of those right someone that is involved in some type of uh, gunslinging and she's like um a madam. I'm kinda of, I guess that's that's pretty bleak, but she's like, Well, it's either you're a fucking whore or you that's pretty much all you can do. And I was thinking I was like, Oh shit, you're right. <laughs> like there wasn't a lot of jobs for women back in the Western days. I mean, quick in the dead, you could be a, a female gunslinger, but you know, you'd probably fucking have to kill a lot of people. <laughs> Just crazy times, right? But anyway, I was watching the show Hell on Wheels, and it's about the railroad race which is really interesting and it's a huge part of American history. So, I like that aspect of it, but you know, it's basically when they built the transcontinental Radio- railroad which goes from uh, I don't know, it's basically California to Virginia or something like that. Where it just goes or to New York, I think, right? Yeah, from east coast to west coast. And there's a big race between these two railroad companies to see who can get there first and there's the railroad workers which were pretty much live in the idea of the wild west because when you work on the railroads you're out obviously away from civilization because you're just building tracks right and every day you build five miles a day or whatever the case is and then the next you move your camp and you do it again and then move your camp you do it again all this time you're going through indian territory you're going through harsh weathers deserts uh mountains with snowstorms, all that kind of stuff and the work crew, since it's such dangerous, labor-intense work, is usually a lot of criminals. They, they freed a lot of guys from jail. So there's a lot of different guys that used to be slaves, because this is right after the um, Civil War. So it's really interesting in that aspect. You get to see sort of the slaves that were freed, and they call them freedmen, working for the first time and sort of getting back into life. Well, And then there's the Irish which at the time the Irish were pretty much persecuted against as well. So there's the Irish, and then there's the – who else is there? Oh, there's the Chinese guys that are on the the opposite side of the railroad, which were, for the first time, they were, they were shipping them because there was some type of civil war going on over there to the U.S. to work. So there's all these different types of ethnic groups in the workforce and sort of how they got along and the kind of problems that they had and this this and that. It's really good, really interesting. And then they get involved in the hookers and different aspects like that. There's this girl in there that's actually, and she was a little girl when she was taken by Native Americans. They adopted her. It wasn't like a great story. It was, you know, they, she was a war piece. So they murdered her family, fucking killed everybody, kept her. And she. they gave her this tattoo on her face. It's sort of like three lines going down her lip on the side there's like this sort of spiky spiky line so it's it's really interesting nowadays she'd be a dime piece for having it but back then you know nobody ever had tattoos and stuff like that so a way different different experience but in real life when she came back to civilization because they found out that the these natives had a white girl so they sent the union army in, they wipe them all out they bring her back Thinking, oh, we saved your life. But she couldn't adapt. At that point, she was a straight native. So, she ends up uh, giving birth to her son. Who's like one of the last great... uh, I think he was a Comanche warrior. Uh, Don't quote me on that. But he was some type of Native American warrior. Who really stood out and, you know, battled. But she ended up just killing herself because she couldn't adapt. Really sad. But anyway. She's featured in the show. The first couple seasons are pretty good. I really got into it. After that, it takes a really bad turn. It just goes really south. But... I recommend it for those first two seasons. If you, I mean, that's 20 hours of TV right there, so that's pretty good. Now let's get to the movie review. The Devil All the Time, starring Tom Holland. Yeah, this is a really good movie, guys. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, go check it out. I highly recommend it. I think it's a really good thriller. At first, it got a little bit long-winded, where I wasn't sure where they were going with things. And somehow, they end up tying everything all together. And it becomes really, really, really good at the end. The rest of the movie is really good. There's, there's parts that are... You just have to pay attention to the movie. But if you like thrillers, I highly recommend it. Robert Pattinson plays this eccentric preacher. And I think he's sort of preparing us for his role in Batman. Because he's going outside of his character. He's actually acting in a lot of these movies that he's been in recently. Doing voices acting out of character instead of being that fucking weird vampire covered in glitter. <laughs> he's actually doing some, some cool stuff, so I thought he was really good. Tom Holland kills it. The movie is centered around him and growing up as sort of an outcast in this rural Alabama, West, sorry, West Virginia, Ohio sort of states, and just him growing up and adapting, and he's pretty much a family guy, and he wants to be a good guy, but he keeps getting pushed to, to do fucking terrible things so watch it check it out i really enjoyed it i thought the serial killer there's a serial killer that are, is involved in the movie i thought he was really good robert pattinson tom holland i gave it a 10 10 out of 10 i thought it's a great movie i don't know if i would binge watch it nonstop, but you definitely need to watch it so scope that out tell me what you guys think maybe i'm wrong i had a couple people i talked to and asked their opinions, they said, I just got a little confused, but I knew it was a really good movie, I didn't get confused, I was just waiting for it to kick off, so once it did, I was pumped, and I was all for it, so check it out, guys, tell me what you think, I think it's a great movie, and I highly recommend it, so scope it out, take care, and I'll give you guys, oh, I'm so sorry, too, we had, we're supposed to have a guest, Momo was supposed to come, but, you know, he's busy, and with quarantine, it's just, times are hard, times are hard to get somebody in here, and chop it up with them, and really make the podcast sort of pop so unfortunately we're gonna keep doing little episodes like this here and there hopefully this one was a good one for you guys and gave you something to think about it was uh something to watch at least Uh, yeah it is what it is you know what are you gonna do people got stuff going on and people don't want to drive and it's just hard it's just hard I had a few guests that had already canceled so we're just gonna keep trying to get people on when we can Hopefully, I can get him on this week. If not, we'll get somebody else for you guys, and we'll, we'll get some bangers going, okay? So, take care. Stay safe. Stay positive. Love you guys. Peace.